Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This devotional is titled, God's Last Day's Debut. According to Ezekiel 39, 23-24, for thousands of years, God's face has been hidden from Israel because of her sin. God providentially continues to preserve Israel as a people, as he did in the days of Esther. But his overt supernatural intervention on their behalf has not been seen. This silence has been misunderstood, and consequently God's covenant name, Yahweh, has been profaned among the nations. However, in the future, God is going to again supernaturally reveal himself on behalf of Israel to the entire world. This is God's last day's debut. This coming out manifestation will happen in the war of Gog and Magog, as found in Ezekiel 38 and 39. There we read, The Gentiles shall know that the house of Israel went into captivity for their iniquity, because they were unfaithful to me. Therefore I hid my face from them. I gave them into the hand of their enemies, and they all fell by the sword. According to their uncleanness and according to their transgressions, I have dealt with them and hidden my face from them. Not only will Israel understand that Yahweh as their covenant God is watching out for them, but also the Gentile nations shall now understand that Israel's prolonged time out of the land and their great affliction was due to God's discipline of his unfaithful people. It wasn't a bad reflection upon God. The cause was the sin of Israel. The world prior to this point of Gog and Magog misreads the Jews' plight. They either write the God of Israel off as not real, or they believe he doesn't really care about Israel. They either see God as unable to protect Israel or that he has not been faithful to deliver them. Ezekiel 36.20, When they came to the nations, wherever they went, they profaned my holy name. When they said of them, These are the people of the Lord, and yet they have gone out of his land. But now the Gentiles understand that what Israel suffered was simply a matter of discipline. They will understand that God is still the God of Israel and that he is still in covenant relationship with them. They no longer see this as a matter of shortcoming on the part of God, but understand that he has been punishing Israel because of her sins. For thousands of years, God allowed his people to be abused and slaughtered. But it was not because of his unfaithfulness. Rather, it was because of Israel's unfaithfulness. He allowed them to suffer the consequences of their sin, as clearly stated in Daniel 9.24-27. In Deuteronomy 31.17-18, and 18, God had clearly warned that this would happen if Israel apostatized. We read there, Then my anger shall be aroused against them in that day, and I will forsake them, and I will hide my face from them, and they shall be devoured. And many evils and troubles shall befall them, so that they will say in that day, Have not these evils come upon us because our God is not among us? And I will surely hide my face in that day because of all the evil which they have done in that they have turned to other gods. Note in Ezekiel 39, 23, and 24, these words, iniquity, meaning either to pervert or to err, unfaithful, uncleanness, transgressions, that is, violations of God's law, all in relation to Israel. Compare Ezekiel 6 through 24, especially chapter 22. Observe the double emphasis here that because of Israel's sin, God hid his face from them. In context, 
It is clear that this means God did not intervene for them. He did not deliver them from their deadly trials and struggles. He allowed them to suffer to the point that the Gentiles did not take the covenant God of Israel seriously and did not therefore hesitate to oppress Israel. And note that this situation of God hiding his face continues until the war of Gog and Magog. At that point, God no longer hides his face from Israel. Then he will intervene in a miraculous way on behalf of them as he did in the Old Testament days prior to the removal of his glory. At precisely this point, he will no longer work just providentially in regard to Israel, but now will act directly and miraculously. One thing commentators are essentially in agreement on is that a key defining characteristic of the day of the Lord is God's direct intervention in human affairs. GodQuestions.org says, The phrase, the day of the Lord, usually identifies events that will take place at the end of history, Isaiah 7, 18-25, and is often closely associated with the phrase, that day. One key to understanding these phrases is to note that they always identify a span of time during which God personally intervenes in history. Ezekiel 39, 21, I will set my glory among the nations, and all the nations shall see. Ezekiel 39, 23 through 24, I hid my face from them. Hidden my face from them. Finally, the world will get it, at least on some level, that God has allowed all this to happen to Israel because of their unfaithfulness. But at the same time, his covenant relationship with them was never, se- was never severed. God's reputation as the covenant-keeping God of Israel, that is, Yahweh, will thus be restored. The nations of the world will now see the God of Israel as still the God of Israel. It was God's righteousness that sent Israel into exile, and it was his faithfulness that brought them back. Malachi 3.6, I am the Lord, Yahweh. I do not change. Therefore, you are not consumed, O sons of Jacob. Joel 3.2, I will gather all nations and bring them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat and will enter into judgment with them there on account of my people, my heritage, Israel, whom they have scattered among the nations. They also have divided up my land. Ezekiel 36.22, therefore say to the house of Israel, thus says the Lord God, I do not, I do, not do this for your sake, O house of Israel, but for my holy name's sake, which you have profaned among the nations wherever you went. The coming war of Gog and Magog is about God restoring his reputation as the covenant God of Israel. The supreme lesson to be learned by Israel and the world is that Israel's captivity and the destruction of Gog and Magog both show the holiness of God and his covenant faithfulness to Israel. Israel's captivity shows God's holiness. Her preservation shows his faithfulness. God has something to say to the whole world concerning his glory as Yahweh, the covenant-keeping God of Israel. And the forum that he is going to use to break through and manifest it to the world in the last days is the war of Gog and Magog. I believe the stage, very possibly, is even now being set for this coming war. The players involved are coming together even now. Lord, we thank you for your great glory. Uh, which uh, is about to be manifested to the entire world. Uh, Not only your power, uh, but also your faithfulness, your covenant faithfulness. You did not cease to be the covenant faithful God of Israel uh, in this whole interim here. 
as the world supposes, even as covenant theologians suppose. Lord, you are about to show uh, your power and your covenant faithfulness to Israel in spite of herself. You do not change. We thank you for the, the God that you are, and we thank you for your faithfulness. Pray in Jesus' name. Amen.